0: I'm Caroline. Over the years I've started a bunch of creative projects I failed to finish. So I wanted to talk to creative people, writers, comedians, filmmakers, photographers, musicians, about how they work and what they do when things get tough, learn the secrets of finishing. From Dublin, Ireland, it's Operation Project. you're gonna I, i'm always like oh am i recording <laughs> it's one of the it's one of the things i suppose you have to kind of get over the nerves of oh am i recording somebody am i not recording them and it's one of the like barriers to almost doing anything it's like capturing the output is always a oh bit my scary God. and this is I'm what the podcast checking
1: is it, when
0: checking. Do it. and even like you know it's going and you know it's working and you know it's fine And then you still have to have another check And just be absolutely sure And uh, that part of that fearfulness Is why I think maybe People don't really pursue great projects As much as they should Because it's like what if I don't do it right And it's a bit of a I might fuck it up situation. oh you're a to swear that's great oh study on. on Emily this is the podcast now uh, <laughs> so I'm here with Emily who uh, event organizer comedy promoter and um, lots of other things uh, journalist uh, photographer and mass ads therapist I saw you're a mass ads therapist so I just kind of want to know a little bit about that because I didn't know you were a massive therapist until I read it on the web. <laughs>
1: Is that still on the web? Shit? Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> you want to get on that. That's why I'm getting those phone calls.
0: In the of the uh, don't pretend you don't love it.
1: <laughs> so I did. I trained to be a massage therapist and um, took uh, about a year. And I started my own business, actually. And I wanted to do it for most of my life. I've been really interested in doing it. And I did it. And then when I started up my business, It wasn't quite as I expected. Um, I think I was a little naive going into it in terms of um, genuinely wanting to just give a massage. And people sometimes want a bit more than that. No way.
0: Seriously. (laughs) Are you shocked? Well, I'm a little bit shocked. I would have thought there was a certain amount of that. but I wouldn't have thought that would be enough to put a dent in the whole
1: thing. But seriously. I mean, it was kind of ridiculous. You know, I'd set up what was meant to be a legit client on the phone and at the last minute they just say so do you do extras and I just hung up and it was just you know it was amusing but also really ruined it for me yeah way, totally
0: dispiriting. Uh, actually I know a, a situation is the corollary of that somebody who I know went for a massage just a straight up massage at the end of it they asked him did he wants to be wagged off, and he was like, "No, you're okay. I'm brand <laughs> You don't want." So it's like the massage therapist was assuming that that was right. actually what the expectation was.
1: So many guys say that, and I'm wondering, did they go
0: through it or did they he, just pretending? We were all like, "Did it happen?" So no, I, I honestly, if I'd known going in, maybe it would be different. But he was—he felt like it was sprung on him. You know, he wanted to be. <laughs> some foreplay you would have thought the massage was a foreplay, but, no, but that's I, if that's crazy like I would have felt massages were totally legit so but
1: yeah I mean I was setting up my own and you know I again you know I wasn't quite sure what I was doing I guess in yeah. terms of marketing but I tried to out. be clear literally feeling it out <laughs> um I was you know it's kind of like a runny joke with my mates of coming up with how to phrase it you know without saying literally no happy endings on yeah. my promotion you know yeah. on my marketing I will not mic so, you off yeah, essentially. yeah you wouldn't think
0: you would be so explicit about it <laughs> and yet here we are
1: hashtag no extras you know so <laughs> it, it just became a little uncomfortable um but I don't I won't write it off completely again yeah I do still you know massage friends and obviously my Lucky, lucky girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I massage her at least once a year, you know. So um... 100%. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, it's um it's it's something that I did. I learned, I learned, you know, the hard way that <laughs> pardon the pun that um it's uh it's not quite as it seems out there. Um and I'm trying to still figure out a way maybe to work it in somehow.
0: But it's interesting that you actually went and started a business doing it because actually this is what this podcast is about it's about it's about asking how to finish how finishers finish it's a bit later for this uh, I hadn't thought of that until this second but that's it, it you actually were interested in something and interested enough to pursue it commercially and make a go of it, but and it wasn't I sp- a finisher. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's but like that's why I want to talk to you today, Emily, because I think you're one of these people who have a lot of diverse interests. But the great thing about your interests is you would do actually make them land somewhere and make them stick and pursue them and bring them to other people and make a go of it instead of going, oh, I should totally do that thing sometime. You actually do the thing, and you're prepared, I suppose, as well for the failure, which in my opinion and especially having talked to those people now with this podcast being okay with, with the failure is maybe an important part of even trying things
1: so important and in fact failure in you know silicon valley is something that's essential for startups that investors will not invest or take the risk if someone doesn't have a few failures behind them right so it's really important to learn that way and you know my girlfriend works in the tech industry and it's all about that pretty much so you know that kind of trying and and failing and failing better um in terms of what you said about you know ideas and follow following through certainly that is the case now if you'd known how many ideas i had that i didn't follow through on you know in my 20s and i'd say oh you know i'm gonna try that and and didn't go for it and i think in my 30s, I'm much more just like, you know what? It's now or never. Yeah, You know, let's do this. Let's try it. I, give it a shot. I, give it a shot. And I, I believe in that I can do it if i put the work in. I, I think I can do it. And that has come with confidence and experience.
0: Yeah, yeah. And, well, trying something, like, it's always painful to try. And trying trying out loud as well. Uh, like, I know you're a set of comedy promoter. You have the uh Dublin's. One of Dublin's best comedy shows on Friday. One off? Yeah, well, fuck <laughs> off. Okay, there's a lot of them, right? It is, it's really, it's really good. It is one off, but there are a lot of decent comedy shows in Dublin. But actually, it's probably is the best one because it's really, really good humour. The, the, like... People who are there are having an amazing time. It's a great room. It's right in the middle of the Temple Bar. And uh, it's comedy gold in upstairs in the Button Factory. I was going to say the Temple Bar Music Centre because I'm 100 years old. <laughs> and I still think of it the Temple Bar Music Centre. And it's every Friday from, well, there's like 9 till 11, half 8 till 11, something like this. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, yeah. And uh, it's a brilliant, it's pretty nice. night. I'd encourage anyone to go. But, um, and you're a Santa comedian. Well,
1: yeah. I have done it. I would never call myself that because I haven't put in the work and the effort that the pros have put in. I've tried it. I've had successful sets. I've made people laugh and it's a great buzz, but the anxiety is unreal. Mm. It's not really worth it for me at the moment. (coughs) Excuse me. I'd rather kind of support and organize. Facilitate.
0: Facilitate. Uh, it's it's interesting. So I'm glad I put those tissues there. <laughs> but <laughs> it, it, the interesting part is, of course, that you gave it a bash and you've done it a bunch of times. And it probably, like themselves, think you you you're, you haven't written it off. It's just for now. Maybe you're not aggressively pursuing it, but you know it's something that's well within your wheelhouse if you have the time and inclination perhaps
1: i think so yeah i i I constantly write jokes on my phone and by constantly i mean just every couple of days i'll write down a thought and i don't know if it's right if i look at it back and go there's nothing there or there's something there but i need to kind of collate all those and put together a nice you know seven minutes of, of jokes and, yeah. and remember them is my key issue I literally have to have them like written up in a wall in front of me to remember
0: that's because uh, I actually did sound Comedy family just once myself as well and remembering it was I loved writing it there's no problem writing it I found making five minutes thematic, least strong five minutes I was cool with but actually remembering the fucking thing when I stand there I remember having this out-of-body experience of trying to remember it. And if you can't remember something effectively and you don't know what's coming next, you can't inhabit it because you're just reaching and reaching for whatever the hell you're supposed to say next. And it's really hard to be in the moment and uh, communicate effectively if you're just basically like... It reminded me of remembering a fucking poem for The Leaving Search or something. That was the feeling that I had. And I was like, okay, if I did the shit out of this, I could probably get better at it but I'd certainly know some comics who are really, who get really into it and get really good at it are better remembering things than I am. So it's a whole other skill that I would have to put loads of effort and time into, you know, I'm okay with getting it in front of people and shine on, but the idea of remembering stuff, it's hard. So I'm glad to hear I'm not the only person who finds that challenging. You no, know, I, I find it really tough. And I, I
1: think that's a really good breakdown what you said there of, you know, um, inhabiting the joke that comes with time and experience and relaxing on stage um to really you know milk it that joke instead of just rushing to the next one because you're you know you're you don't want to forget yeah and I think you know all the comedians say you know Emily just keep doing your stuff for like six months on stage whenever you can I get bored with my jokes yeah instantly once they're told I'm like that's it I don't want to hear it there again. Now. Yeah, and
0: I've I've said it, and I'm excited. And now I want to do the next joke. Yeah, yeah,
1: exactly. So, and the the key is, as we know, to really work your same set, and you know, feel good on stage. Yeah, and then you can start doing new material.
0: Yeah, yeah. Oh, you know, I've seen you. I saw you in Kos and you were deadly. I've seen you maybe twice or three times. Oh wow! So I have actually seen you doing stand-up. Oh, <laughs> You're making God. a face like, <laughs> oh no! My one of the privilege few, Emily. But I, I saw you in Kells. I saw you were amazing, and I was I thought you were doing it often so you're perhaps what you feel it, that wasn't communicated on stage I thought you were an L pro like in fairness so thanks a real. I got this chancer thing down <laughs> well that's probably another that's <laughs> not bad skill to have the a confident chancer right um so and comedy gold so I just wanted to ask you a little bit about comedy gold because comedy gold is brilliant and happens every week and those are that's well you know pretty much every week apart from maybe there was a little bit over the summer and stuff when there was maybe edinburgh was on but you brought comedy gold to edinburgh so the comedy gold well, so comedy gold was on the one temple bar maybe not <laughs> t- transplanted a little bit but and then you do comedy gold in is it uh, is it under the umbrella of comedy gold when you're doing the electric picnic as well
1: i managed to sneak it in under the umbrella of comedy gold at the last minute it was i was essentially hired again for the second year to put together a lineup for the opening night of lecture picnic and when I was liaising with the art director um I kind of managed you know to say um would you mind calling that comedy gold there and he did and they kind of think
0: of a good excuse not to so he (laughs) went yeah okay yeah I mean I'm not
1: you know I'm not um demanding yes this is my one ask yeah one of, okay one of my three asks <laughs> but, <laughs> but he he did it and they did they did you know they did pick up on it but they said it very gently and they said what's the story there you know you made a comedy goal I said yeah and they just dropped it so I got away with that and yeah. I just think it's important because I want to carry it as that brand of course of course they want to publicize it you know where I can um it's great that like I'm getting to put the acts that I think at uh, some stage I'm on. But, you know, why not be able to bring what you bring?
0: Uh, and also makes it, 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 it less reliant on location. Uh, we, we know different comedy clubs that are more reliant on location, but if you can make yours less reliant on location, then you're in charge. It, it's it's on you. If, de, if the venue that you're working with at any particular time turns around and goes, I'm not really that into this anymore, you're like, cool, the gang? And you bring it elsewhere, because it's not about the four walls that surround it and the scenes around it. it's about an energy and an ethos and a value system
1: that's so true like that's exactly it and i've you know we started actually as a startup on steven street which is um just off georgia street there and we moved to the button factory the temple bar music center <laughs> for um, all you oldies out there <laughs> yeah. for all you oldies. and when I was asked to bring it to festivals, I, you know, just tried to sneak that in there. This is Comedy Gold and get it out there. And Plan actually is exclusive. You heard it here first. Um, We're going to bring it, in theory, to 32 counties next year and go around and play smaller venues. and um, One in each county and bring Comedy Gold around.
0: Oh, amazing. Um, with
1: different comedians.
0: And in parallel, will there be the music center one? on Friday like is, is this it's a lot of work <laughs> <laughs> well and well I suppose that almost brings me to another part that I was thinking about which is like collaborators and people that you work with so I suppose if you were gonna bring it if you were gonna do it in parallel you'd want your good crew doing it either you're on the road or you're in type bar and other people are doing something somewhere else so you want good people who you can rely on to give you essentially to, to give you a hand but you They know what you want and they help facilitate you. Definitely. I mean, I've had an eye for the last few months
1: on who could really help with taking it over for the times that I can't be there. I started a new full-time job there recently. And, you know, so I I needed to get someone in. If I wanted to continue, there was discussion as to whether or not we would just uh, give it up for a while and bring it back. But I thought, no, people think every Friday it's building. Yeah. It'd be silly. To There's stop, momentum you know, there, there, for is. sure. Yeah. yeah. And that was evidence on Friday you were there oh. where there was big, unexpected crowd. I thought there'd be three people. So. Oh, said, your place
0: was round. Yeah, yeah. So that was
1: cool. So in relation to that, we've got Ailish McCarthy, actually, who's this really... Smart, um, well-organized uh, comedian who is well-organized
0: is key. If you're looking oh for someone God. to help you
1: facilitate and get the thing going big time and to rely on that and to know, you know, she's got this, mm. if I'm doing something else, she's got this, she gets it, you know, she's played here. She gets the, thought, she gets the vibe that I'm looking for. It's my baby, you know, but I, ha- I, I, he let
0: her baby I have to, <laughs>
1: That's a good way of putting this. Yeah, I should tell you that you're only babysitting us. Don't be getting too cautious. No, <laughs> totally. uh,
0: she was MC um, Friday and did a great job. Oh, yeah.
1: she's so good. You know, I feel like it's safe hands. You know what I mean? But because I'm handing it over, I'm way more fucking like you know pernickety about shit than i thought i was i'm like oh i'm so easy about it but no i'm mm-hmm. hitler like you know and i'm you know me like i i stalk up and down the comedy club telling people to shut move, up fun, and get move out so whatever yeah <laughs> i moved you yeah
0: sorry i yeah, know yeah, it's grand <laughs> i i, I have expected it. I moved to a better table with a more easy access to a table anyway so it's fine but Everyone but yeah that. but you're you're looking at it well i think part of that is making sure the crowd is having a good time uh, some comedy club that will remain nameless, I'll tell you later. The <laughs> MC can just, the guy's running it and he's doing MCing. He has been known to just fuck off like an hour before the end and just leave and leave, not even really telling him he's leaving and he just leaves. And like some other comedian has to kind of go and <laughs> our next act is and then signing off at the end. So you're actually there making sure people are having. A good time and uh, and the crowd is actually having a good time by slightly managing the crowd. It's for their it own is, good. Man, it's
1: for their own good, it's for everyone's good yeah, and the people, greater good. It is people with rappers and as in rap <laughs> I was like
0: it's, rappers. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: getting there, it's getting there. No, um, you know, people bring it, they're, they're gas, like they'll be like, I'll just have my dinner here. I'm like, Are you fucking serious? Like someone on stage, but I kind of you know, I I try to keep it good and it's like you say for everyone's good and it's for respect for the comic but i have to put my hands up and admit that uh i have fucked off in the middle of the night when i don't feel like being there or i'm tired or sick
0: <laughs> you wouldn't MC and fuck uh, off no no I mean, no no I'm not saying that you Although, have to sit there the whole time if, if 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 there's somebody else to take the reins then that's fine <laughs> what if there's no one to take the reins and you just fucking leave this happens that's, it's, okay <laughs> oh and yeah, now I feel bad maybe you're the place I was talking about all the time and I just forgot yeah, what, you, what happened
1: you had a few drinks and you mixed up the cup <laughs> uh, no what happened was okay I didn't leave the van I didn't leave the venue but I did leave the room. I was and I says, grand, this person's on for eight minutes. You know, go down and get a drink. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs>
0: eight minutes, so minutes
1: is and huge. Starts, it's loads, you know, not when you get a Guinness.
0: No. <laughs> oh, no, that's no. whatever. One minute and 47 seconds. I can't remember the exact At Guinness least. time. But
1: yeah, Um, in a busy bar, you know. So I go down, chill in the bar. Next thing, Ian Lynham, a great comedian, regular comedy gold, com- runs out sweating. Emily, there's no one on stage. <laughs> I go, like, oh, fuck, what? <laughs> Hang on, I'll wait for my guinness. No, no. <laughs> uh ran up, ran upstairs. Belted upstairs. Belted upstairs. Walked in the room. Everyone was laughing. I looked up on stage. There is my girlfriend Irina. <gasps> um, attempting to save the night. Filling in. uh oh, what a lady. Yeah. And she Killed it. And she just spent that time slagging me on stage.
0: <laughs> getting
1: her her payback for all the times I've taken the piss out of her. Yeah,
0: you you know, you got to do jokes about what you know. So <laughs> well, she's well, oh, she
1: knows me intimately, Caroline.
0: Yeah, I, I, I should think so. <laughs> uh, so and so, you have good collaborators uh, for uh, Comedy golf I'm very lucky, but I'm such a
1: control freak about it that it's hard for me to hand it over.
0: Yeah, but you're going to have to, I suppose, to, to expand its reach it's a question of yeah finding good people who get it but then in another way nothing too reliant on them in another sense mm-hmm. because if you're overly reliant on someone then they you know they can't hold the reins you know so it's just it, this, exactly this, i
1: need to let her fly and do her own thing yeah and not feel my
0: watchful eye yeah <laughs> You're, under her eye. but but at the same time, your watchful eye is there, and everyone knows it. No, but this, but this is the, this is this is it. Uh, but to keep something really small, if you keep something super super small, you can be there like every single week, and you can always be there. But then, if you want it to grow and have larger, influence. that's the hope.
1: I mean, you know, I've seen businesses who will remain nameless in Dublin City try to scale too fast, try to open up many different places, and they. It's just too much. So I'm trying to just perfect a small thing. It's a great location. We get, you know, good feedback on TripAdvisor. So why why shouldn't it be packed every week? You know, it's yeah. great, you know, this great quality comedians, including Brian Cheetle, your partner, he's incredible. And is is it Cheetle?
0: It is Cheetle. <laughs> you know you don't even know his name when you say this. It's Cheetle. It's not like Don Cheetle. It's like Cheetle with a T. Cheetle. Yeah, cheetle. That's cheetle. Yeah, yeah. Cheetle. You can put that little exit in it if you want. Uh, yeah, he is funny.
1: I mean, he's got a really cool show coming up as well. I oh, can't yeah. wait to see us. I'm
0: not sure exactly when this podcast is going out, but there'll be a few of them. It's Retrovision and it's on. i not sure. I'm publicizing a rival thing. I'm actually producing the show. so You will have heard time,
1: about this by the time, by the time this comes out. You'll
0: be here. It'll be viral. <laughs> oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, so, but Comedy gold wasn't always... I'm sure it wasn't packed from day one, right? Or was it? Well, the gas
1: thing was I, I forced my friends and everyone that I've ever met to come to the first one. So we actually mm. were <laughs> packed in the first one. But that was with the promise of free Prosecco and it was free in. Okay.
0: So you, really, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's that's how you get something free is by promising the moon and the earth to your dearest and dearest. Then you get something packed.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you yeah, get yeah, it packed and that was great. And... You know, we got some good photographs out then and word of mouth and da-da-da-da-da. Something to build on. Yeah, it's important to just those early days be a bit of a buzz. Got some publicity in Hot Press, luckily enough, actually, about it. Um, to... Did you
0: invite somebody you knew and capsize a little bit on your own, like, network? Big time, yeah.
1: yeah come... So Peter McGoran, he's a great writer that writes for Hot Press. I was really, really lucky that he was uh free and that night to come in and have a look and he gave it a nice phrase uh, a nice quote and that was really cool to kind of feel like this is happening you know this is a new comedy club that's you know hot press are acknowledging it yeah and put
0: the the stamp that's that's i exist that's step one is to go i exist so important Yeah. yeah and so uh, and so has when was that when was the first time so that was july 2018 yes okay so it hasn't even really it's been baby. all that long
1: and yeah. then we were asked to culture night by ort so and a few festivals so we're flying
0: yeah we're really punching sick. above our way for a little club and can you tell me i'm i am interested in when things get difficult because like part of this podcast is about well most of this podcast is about that we all want to do lovely things and bring wonderful things out to the world and then when it gets hard you go fuck this (laughs) and you throw your computer out the window when your novel isn't going exactly how you want it or you just you you have your comedy club and a week four you've exhausted your family and friends goodwill and there's not fucking anyone there how do you get by difficult times like what was there any difficult times for comedy gold Oh, every week is
1: every <laughs> right. for else. Fair enough. I genuinely panic every week. Every week I say to my partner, that's it. Just forget it. We're not doing that ever again. So, <laughs> too much stress. And, you know, she is kind of the one that keeps going. Fair play to her. She's like a martyr. Um, you know, she just says, you know, it's great. Look at the overall picture. But when you're in it, you don't see that. You're like, this is so stressful. You know, a comedy club seems like a very easy concept, but there's so much as poor Eilish is is learning to it hurting so the cats oh that are fucking God. comedians right Blood, that's that and yeah and you know they all have different personalities let's say and you know you've got to handle that but it's really getting bones on seats and people in the door and you might think oh we're definitely gonna have a great crowd this weekend and no one shows up or vice versa now i've been lucky that that hasn't happened that no one has showed up but um you know, I, I panic and I feel stressed by, it and I feel like it's too much and I want to run away and taking on all the stuff that I do, which is by choice, of course.
0: You do heaps of stuff. I know you're, you're, you're spinning a lot of plates yourself. Yeah. Cause oh. you like getting stuck in, you like getting involved. You I don't know really, if it's idiotic or you just can't, you can't, do you, I'm a bit like this. If, the, if I feel like I have a moment, I plug it with a project. Cause I think that that's <laughs> eat, yeah you, know, you and i talked about this yeah, before we did having sushi we yeah. can't really relax on holidays we work <laughs> just work and sticking my nose in other people's things if i think they're not like doing it and could use like a hand or a stir or a chat basically i'm yeah i'm not just control freak about my own stuff i'm a bit of a control freak about every fucker consultancy
1: else's. free free will free work i think it's nice yeah <laughs> i don't know the tough moments like
0: tough moments oh my god yeah. caroline
1: like every week i'm like Fuck this. I don't think I can go on. Oh, really? You yeah. know, and people are looking at my Instagram going, Jesus, you're flying. And I don't put up the, you know, tears on my pillow. Yeah. <laughs> or the, you people know, Or the, yeah, yeah.
0: You know, I just. I come into my comedy club and a wall that used to be there isn't there <laughs> anymore. Um, that's. Shout out, put in fact, yeah. Jesus. I mean. That's a real thing. That happened. Do you want to explain that? So
1: two weeks ago, you know, I walked into the comedy club uh, that I run uh, half an hour to go and there's a wall missing. Yeah, the wall <laughs> is gone. and uh, So just kind of even getting your brain accustomed to that. And behind
0: that wall is a bar and a jacks and a stairs and a smoking area and another smoking area. Which has a lot of noise. Yeah, they used venue. to be behind a wall and now they're not behind the wall. So you're just
1: getting your head around even what the fuck and then how is this going to work? So we have a kind of running joke, myself, my partner, of what's gonna happen this week. <laughs> so have I told you that, you know, we, we show up and it's just unexpected things, let's put it that way. And this time it was a wall gone. So you expect the that. unexpected at
0: this you can't have to, right? I'd be shocked if
1: Everything was that of normally.
0: Yeah, you have to roll with it. Like my big shock when I went to Comedy Gold is that they put their red wine in the fridge. It was horrible. <laughs> I, I was really unhappy. Many like people that. have mentioned that. To I me. know it's just bananas, right? That's... And the white wines probably lukewarm as well. Yeah, it? yeah. I assume that's in an oven somewhere. <laughs> I don't know. It's just and like the, the guy said it to me, and he real happy looking in face. And I was like, that's not where it goes. But uh, that's but that's what I have to. That's all I have to contend. With You've got go. some
1: tough problems there. <laughs> i know First right totally
0: totally it's a constant stress <laughs> uh so that's it and so i so suppose that's it like big problems maybe you haven't had huge giant operational problems but it's really routing the unexpected this is this is a place that's used for other stuff i guess during the week is it uh is your bit of comedy of the button factory or it's is used it just for, you for
1: loads of stuff by the looks of it. One day we came in, there was Indian um, yoga symbol, symbol symbols <laughs> symbols <laughs> everywhere all over the wall and flashing lights. And we just were all with them. The comedians made fun of it. It was gas. Right. But it was a bit of a shock. I just like a heads up. But, you know, they're busy people. Yeah. They're running seven days a week.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just like, that's it. And I said, that's the thing that you just have to tune into and be aware of that while you have control over this you have limited control in a sense and you know it's good to i guess it's good to have that feeling that you can make it happen even though you come in and it's all different it <laughs> you go well fucking it like, we
1: can pull it off the show you know, must probably. go on yeah and some weeks i go arena we're just gonna have it in our kitchen next week <laughs> we'll we'll have full control over that you know like there's no mess and um, but you know, boutique, right?
0: <laughs> <laughs> Charge like busy, fifty quid yeah. in.
1: It's like super exclusive. It's worth this, it. yeah, yeah. You know, not for what I'm doing, but for what the comedians are doing. It's <laughs> fucking well worth it um but yeah you know I do I'd love to have more control I'd love to run it in a place like this room you know every week
0: the way will be <laughs> well, we can see maybe we can uh barter something across you I
1: heard it know. here first how
0: many people could fit in this room
1: oh you know 45 <laughs> <laughs> Build a little like sardines. Yeah, try and make it work feel really close
0: yeah uh so I'm also I know there's another thing you do um it's uh you're to the island festival Uh, I don't know. Would you, do you want to tell me a little bit about that? It's like your festival in Ackle Island.
1: Funnily enough, I've gotten a couple of messages about this over the last couple of days. I've been thinking about a lot. Um, So this was a a festival, a boutique, if you like, festival that um, myself and um, a guy from Ackle Island, um, we put on together uh, in May of 2019,
0: this year. Yeah, yeah. Just only a few months ago. Only like. a few months ago.
1: It went really, really well, really smooth. We had great acts. We had the best weather Ireland's ever seen. We've had amazing comedy.
0: The Thailand music, well, one of the things I saw was music, nature, history, comedy. What else do you want? Though? It just sounds a booze, obviously. <laughs> booze is, of booze. The
1: booze is implied. <laughs> you didn't have to put booze
0: on the oak. It's an Irish festival, like but. it was
1: really wonderful. It was a, freaking dream come true it was something i've always wanted to do on Ackle island my, my mother's ancestors are from there it's a gorgeous place for anyone who's been they can agree uh, so essentially it was a quest of how am i going to do this and
0: like how do you bring people to an island it seems like such a giant load of hassle uh, my fucking uh, I can't say how impressed I am that you would do that because that's the kind of thing that most people go. I'd love to bring out from an island, but I'm not going to fucking bother and then go and do something a lot easier instead. But you went, no, I actually am going to do this because I want to.
1: I believed in the place, I believed in the lineup we put together. I did get given an exit by some of my mates for how far away it was. And I was like, look, you have Google Maps, you can check the time. Yeah.
0: And you can also go, well, it's not for you. It, this is for people who are okay with making that track, of which there are many. It's not for everyone. It's not supposed to be for everyone. It's exactly. supposed to be for people who want to experience music, nature, history, and comedy in Ackle Island. And if as long as there's enough people who want to do that and we can make the numbers work, everybody doesn't have to come.
1: Right? Every, exactly. And, and everyone won in the end. You know, the, the venues, we went to the bars. It was really beautiful. Um It was magical. And I, it's very surreal and I can't believe it happened and I just I don't know how to even describe it was like my dream festival what I'd like to go to yes and audience like, of one like you made something for we used to say that myself and Graham you know if if it's only us because then that's grand yeah yeah and um, we'll you know we'll sort it out because we know that this is steady yeah so but we were talking about a wing in a prayer like we were you know, was living away in another continent and we're trying to work this out over email how we're going to do it how we're going to put it together how to get press how to get publicity how to get everything done on time uh, and at times it felt like the fire festivals you know i was worried that we'd have the fire festival oh i saw that uh, uh, netflix thing about fire festival. yeah yeah uh, i you know i joke about it say just come down this might be you know like a father ted Fair, you know,
0: or it could be tunnel fair. Of goats. yeah. Tunnel of yeah.
1: Goats could a could a nurse.
0: Um. It was somewhere between Coachella and Tunnel of Goats, <laughs> but it could lay anywhere Absolutely. either side of that. It was, right.
1: and it just ended up working like clockwork. And big credit to Graham for all of the work that he did. In it. So much logistics, I oh, can so. imagine. Yeah, I mean, how many uh, people went? as well was incredible. I was,
0: I was, I it ends time. up being
1: about. See, we had different numbers at different events so it ended up being about 200 300 involved entirely which was our aim from the very start yeah who were there at some point yes and then you know as i say there'd be smaller venues we'd be broken up into different parts and brought around the island with a beautiful history tour that you know you just couldn't get anywhere else it'll never be replicated of what was going on in in the the island we we arrived at keen bay which is probably one of the best Beaches in the world, it took glorious weather and (laughs) one of the guys on the bus, the comedians, Mihal, Kieran's. Do you know Mihal? He played on Friday. Oh yes, sure, sure. He was terrified that the bus was going to topple over because everyone ran to the side to look at (laughs) you. He's like, "Can I make myself heavier, heavier in the seats? Just push it down." Um, and it it just was unreal. It did take a lot out of me and. I was fairly exhausted after.
0: Well, you're kind of responsible for 300 people having a nice time. <laughs> that, that's With their hard-earned cash and their hard-earned free time, it's a huge responsibility. For sure. For sure. And if you're putting your reputation, if it's a fuck, that's on you. That's really stressful. Not that it would be a clusterfuck, Thank but you. if it is. Absolutely. You know? It was a massive risk. Yeah, One interesting part, Caroline, was
1: that I didn't realise, I suppose, how... Competitive the events industry is in Ireland. I genuinely didn't. Okay, because you've been working
0: in it for a long time, but you've probably been shielded from perhaps the absolute. You were on the absolute front line of this. Like you're in the trenches. You're in the hiring all the stuff, and I don't know whatever it is, and getting all the press. But you're right at the front line of this, as opposed to somewhere off to the side, or somewhere a little bit behind, or some doing something quite specific. Within the bounding box of someone else eating all the shit at the front line, but you were seeing how it was. You we were yeah. taking everything, every yeah.
1: little part of it, you know, to the face, basically. <laughs> right, right. And, and what what a massive learning experience, yeah. and it's one of the reasons I got the job, I think, in Hot Press there a couple of months ago because we had put that on, and it's, it's but that shows to it shows your mental. right, yeah, yeah. But in terms of you know the the promoters that will remain nameless in this country like they be, they show up sometimes and you know they make themselves felt at say comedy gold or to the island and I think they're they're a little worried they're shaking in the roots a bit that you know some people can throw something like that together I say throw I mean Work well, their worth, ass off. Work very hard to, throw something like, to put something like that together.
0: But delivering an like an experience commercially, delivering an experience. So in one sense it's punk, but in another sense people are paying money and getting something very nice in return. So no wonder they're shitting it. But the but they they started off doing the same thing, or they're at least at least their bosses did. It, yeah, you know, totally. like everything starts. Punk. It's all with the hustle. Like yeah, I but say. everything, everyone, every lot of business, probably, definitely, an event, in eventy managementy things, is people going. I wish I had a thing that was like this. It was super fun. There isn't one that exists. Okay, fuck it. I'm gonna do it myself. And then from that, a larger business can grow, or maybe it doesn't. Whatever. But things like that start off punk. They usually. Do I, I was talking right. about punk this podcast before about self being punk in the context of podcasts? Because podcasts are kind of punk because you can just kind of fucking do it, and no one, you don't have No one tells yeah. you. I love it. Uh, but I can see that in the sense of making um, a experience for people, uh, a th- like three day potentially three, three day, day experience yeah. for people, that would make somebody nervous whose job is <laughs> giving people a three-day experience and like i don't know uh i haven't been to a festival in a while because i'm a hundred years old and like i like to sit down if you are doing it again you're definitely going to this
1: yeah you yeah. like this one yeah this is suitable for grannies my mother came along to this there's chairs chairs loads of can chairs can you sit on a chair Tom-ups.
0: Oh, you see Hans, That's like fucking. That's better than a chair. And I was talking to Ann Gilday, and she was talking about like fe- festivals and. I ha- love uh, Anne Gilday. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. And we were like, we need chairs. <laughs> we're tired. You know, you <laughs> need to be able to sit down. Oh, there was loads of opportunities to sit down there Okay, well that's good. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad to hear that. Uh, and the demographics you went, the, was it quite diverse? Now you're saying your mom was there. So I wouldn't say
1: there are too many twenty-year-olds, but there, there was certainly thirty to. Let's say it's people in their 30s mainly would be the main ones. Yeah. And then there were a scattering, of a smothering of, uh, you know, different dec-
0: different decades. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, no, I'm just trying to get a, 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 like different a, ages, a, yeah. a sense of that. But people it, perhaps in their 30s who maybe slow down a tiny bit and don't just want to get completely fucked up. Yeah, for this is more hours. of a pint
1: and a nice gig. Yeah. And a little walk on the beach type vibe. And then there was the option in the evening for people to, you know, get off their faces and take whatever they want to take and dance to techno and Berlin
0: DJs. So there was literally something for everyone. Yeah, Uh, but quite highly curated in the sense that... uh, there wasn't like a million different things to do in parallel like there would be at a larger festival yeah no it was like we're you all guys in this together it's we're going the, around yeah and you're going ah, this is what i like and there's going to be this kind of music at this time yeah and uh, but that's kind of nice because then you don't have to um, the participants can actually go well i'll go to a bunch of different stuff and maybe some stuff i wouldn't normally exactly go to they don't
1: have to plan it they don't have to look at the clashes of stage times it's yeah. just like sit back literally relax and let us show you the best of Irish music, what we really believe in with the, you know, 10-year budget that we have. And, um you know, called in a lot of favours and some amazing comedians. My, some of my favourites from Comedy Gold performed in Outdoors. We got oh, the yeah. mic wire Mike, uh, through the window. Oh, outdoors. right, right. <laughs> Pizza, beer. Like, what more do you want? With the Pizza, view of yeah. Crow Patrick. Yeah, yeah. What comedians were there? So we had Diana O'Connor who was the amazing MC. And she really set the tone for room for the weekend. We had Danai Kedane. Oh, yeah,
0: yeah. So
1: he was the talk
0: of Ackle Island, I think. <laughs> He's got that uh, good night, in on on Tuesdays. Yes. yeah, yeah.
1: And on and Tuesday, Danai is one of my favorite comedians. He's so relaxed.
0: So Do you cool. know, like, that's, I don't know, that must be part of, like, at the heart of who he is because he just stands here and he looks like he doesn't give him monkeys in the best way possible he just doesn't give a shit like and i that energy i really like i really like that it's so funny and he's just he's his eyes half closed and he's just grinning <laughs> and it's, it's infectious that being relaxed he makes you feel kind of relaxed when you're looking at him because i know so relaxed. i'm like i'll have what you're having right? <laughs> i know totally right
1: <laughs> uh yeah and who else was playing so who else we have? We had the amazing Emily Ashmore. oh yeah yeah. Age twenty. Uh, <laughs> making making <laughs> us all feel awful. Uh, <laughs> she's she's doing brilliantly. Who else did we have? Let me see. Oh well, there were
0: there were that's plenty of good. That's plenty. There
1: good were people. lots of other brilliant comedians. Me, Kieran, as I mentioned. Oh yeah yeah. I Rob Flynn.
0: We had. Oh yeah, at, brilliant yeah. yeah. Cool. And, and t- others. will you? Are you planning on doing it again? Or is that still up for grabs? It's a big kind of question
1: over our heads at the moment. I'm talking about potentially doing one, this is another exclusive for you, Um, in another island. um, And that is still being kind of talked about. I'd love to... I'd. Do you know what I'd, I'd hate if I went back to Ackle and it wasn't quite the same? You know, it's like a festival that is so beautiful the first year and then it's never as good or something yes sure it becomes a bit different or a bit you know so I'm I don't know I'm always looking for fresh stuff but the idea of going to an island there's something really special about that and there are many islands in Ireland. Then. I know,
0: right. It's but good. like people going, this, uh, it's called to the island. To it's the island it, it's very, see, that's, a, it's not tied to Ackle. It can be anywhere, any exactly. island, you know. That was part of the Yeah, reason. yeah, that's smart to couple your branding from anything specific. Can't do it on the mainland though. <laughs> <laughs> not well, that smart. <laughs> Ireland's an island. So technically. Oh my God. Just have it up the row. my You're apps, a genius. Like <laughs> Anywhere. <laughs> that's it. You will technically. International. It's going to the island. Absolutely. That's Thank you parallel. Yeah, yeah. Solving all your problems. Yes. <laughs> but so you're, you're, yeah, but you're thinking of, should you learned so much. It's not off the table. Yes. It's not strictly off. Sure, it's a long time to go, but I guess something like that takes a while to work well. Oh organize my God. Well.
1: I mean, people could not believe that we did that in the space of, it was December till May. And for oh, an yeah. entirely new festival. Yeah that is crazy because
0: you've made relationships now with your i guess your suppliers of different things and maybe some sponsors and collaborators and even just whoever and of course the people who bought tickets like you, they're rare to go back i get oh, texts yeah. about
1: this i'll bring all my friends and just they when is it when is it you know
0: could you scale it up from in its current state, like turn it into a hundred hundred thousand people well, in the Twice <laughs> as much.
1: Like I don't, Oh, definitely. Definitely. Yes, we can more, handle twice as much. There's capacity. Yeah, I think so. Um but it's still exclusive, but there's more capacity. You know, the word exclusive, it's not, you know, it's not meant to feel like anyone's left out at all. It's it's more of like we want to make this a great experience for whoever's there.
0: Yeah.
1: And there's no there's no like you can't come. You can't get in. I mean, yeah.
0: more exclusive in the sense that no, it, if it was, yeah, it was so large that it wouldn't be a similar experience because it's just like a million people. Yeah, I no, around, we want you know? this to
1: be really, really nice and and really kind of intimate, intimate, warm. <laughs>
0: How are you saying intermission in a sexy mic voice there? I'm try, <laughs> trying to have a sexy mic voice myself, but it's not really working on that. I'm too barking. I don't I've got to work on that. That's one of the things in this podcast, I'm trying to cultivate a nicer... Just go, hello. Oh, it's Caroline. Hello. That's it. It's has got tingle there. I'll work, I'll work on that. Right. Um. So, uh, <laughs> yes. So what about... um. Projects sitting in a drawer you want to tackle. That's I have a thing written there because oh I'm definitely sure you have projects sitting in a drawer you want to tackle. Nope, nothing. No, i uh, I wake You're up. every are
1: Yeah, retired. <laughs> um, I, I've I've loads of stuff I want to do. I've we already have done a podcast, but we want to keep that. We want to bring that back.
0: You do a podcast like create speaking to creative people. That's podcast. It, yeah,
1: yeah, called Green Rebel. It's on hiatus at the moment. Because uh, we've just been off doing other stuff. But it's listened to every day all over the world. And oh, we yeah. see the statistics and it's great. Nice
0: evergreen so, content that people keep coming to. Yeah, big yes. time. And, and the more
1: these creatives careers grow, the more they're going to mention to their mates, oh, you know, actually I did a podcast on this. Da, 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 da. So it kind of has the evergreen, you know, lifelong potential. And then we also have a Monday night by self and arena called School of Love, which is also
0: on a bit of a break um that, I haven't yes. been to that yet I know, know Lottie Byrne did one a couple of months ago I remember seeing the poster it was lovely for some reason I has not lined up oops sorry I've I just haven't lined up being able to go to that but I really want to I know it's not thing that lame, but I want no
1: to no it's, it's kind but. of an awkward time it's on a Sunday and you know people are like hey, you know I plan to go to that you know and we understand that you know it's, it's like
0: a month it was monthly but mm-hmm. it's on a slight hiatus at the moment yeah
1: it's just on a pause at the moment because of our other work projects and stuff it just wasn't feasible. And we want to do it justice. So we're not just like scrapping it together last yeah. minute, you know, cause it's not fair on anyone who comes.
0: That's more than comedy. Do you, you want to explain a little bit about what School of Love is? Yeah, sure. So it's got a comedic
1: element. The whole idea is essentially based on, or let's say influenced by School of Life run by Ale- Alem de Botton, Botton uh, which is run primarily in England. And it's, a event series and the books and podcasts and YouTube videos about explaining life, how to do it, how to handle life. I totally recommend the YouTube videos. It will choose, you know, divorce. It'll choose, you know, uh, insomnia, whatever. And it'll explain what is known about that and make you kind of feel better about it. Okay. So the idea was school of love is Irina and I saying, right, we have kind of dipped our toes into music comedy and we're really interested in um, psychotherapy and how the mind works. So what we're going to do is have a night where there's one performer who's doing comedy and tell them about maybe their love life or love losses or, you know.
0: So some material on theme. So each night has a specific theme. They don't, it doesn't
1: have a theme apart from love. So right. it's quite loose. But yeah, some yeah. of the co- comedians actually, and um, we might need tissues for, for skill. love. Some of the comedians end up telling some of their real life experiences in a more serious way, which is really interesting. And because that space is I was
0: allowing them exactly. to... Exactly. Right, it's right. like a
1: really... There's only 30 people in the audience it's really nice nobody's phone works down there and it's really chilled you know? yeah you don't and have to help to turn nice. off the phone no, this it's great work. yeah no, We're perfect. Like, <laughs> perfect okay lead line <laughs> every comedy room is it it's yeah it's a good
0: idea yeah um where was that on it so okay. this is
1: in the fourth corner really nice venue in dublin nation oh
0: beside patrick's cathedral yeah
1: yeah that's the one and they've been so sound to us and lovely because cool. it's sunday no one wants to get shit faced so they're yeah. they're not you know Boozing their heads off so they're quieter and they're just listening and then we have a musical act so this could be your soloist our first night we Cui de Barra from Wyvern Lingo which was just mm-hmm. my dream come true to have her perform and then she stayed on as well to, to watch the show which was actually my mother and O'Callaghan, is a psychoanalytic psychotherapist and she was in conversation with Irina. Gemma, oh. as
0: well. So your mom talking to your girlfriend. Yes, Fucking hell. What's up that? <laughs> I
1: was like. are we
0: also taking your leave and start naked.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was, and of course they did, you know, slagging and they slagged me and whatever, which is normal. Yeah. But yeah. It was a really surreal moment to have. audience watch my girlfriend and mom in conversation you know and it
0: was mad and it was wonderful and cool well that's very raw like it's not you're not just dishing it out you can also take it you're putting yourself there for some scrutiny a little bit definitely you you know you're laying yourself ability man
1: vulnerability is what's all about
0: (laughs) it really is it is is.
1: yeah it allows you know other people to say you know Oh, I'm not alone. I'm not such a fuck up as Emily.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Phew. But that's, and from that, nice things come. I'm sure... Like really, what's the worst fallout that can like everyone instantly forgets everything? Actually. Like, honestly, do they? Yeah, thank God. Tell my family that. Fuck they <laughs> It'll all be grand, I promise. Uh, and uh, but that's on a slight hiatus. Do you have a ETA of that coming back? Because it does sound super. Uh, it sounds super.
1: Oh, so nice. And we did plan to bring it back for autumn winter, um. But then when I started this new job, it kind of unfortunately has fallen by the wayside. But. Um, my girlfriend now has a bit more free time. So I'm going to get on. That sounds Rebecca's. like my girlfriend now. My <laughs> new girlfriend. My current girlfriend.
0: <laughs> the same girlfriend. Number
1: 26 of... <laughs> that's of, 26. <laughs> yeah, exactly. of 26. Yeah, of For the last um, and you, only.
0: But because you, you guys sit together, she's a little bit more free time now. So maybe that'd be worth dipping back into because it sounds really... Yeah. It sounds Arena, like... Arena, get it together. Sort it started out, Arena. Fuck's sake. But it's something that like people... Like, because it's different and it's not. Comedy's great. Going to comedy show is great, but having injecting a little bit of something different into that and making it a bit more, I don't know, earnest, a bit more raw, uh, sounds. It sounds great. It sounds like it's something that's well worth doing. It's really good. Like it's,
1: I do if I do say so myself, and that's again performers and the guests. You know, it's well rounded. It's serious and it's funny and it's emotional and you end up feeling like you're in therapy with these other 30 people and then arena opens it up to the floor for questions and we both thought no one's gonna ask a question oh my god we cannot get through the night like we're as in there's so many people just being like can i ask a
0: question can i can i that's a mark something good because you know so often you'll go to something that's actually brilliant and they'll out before for questions and no one asks any questions and i always have questions because i'm mortified (laughs) because someone says and i'm like someone has to ask you a fucking question and i always have one good question lined up well it's just somebody should because it's embarrassing when no one has any questions oh there's always one one
1: older guy who's not so much asking questions but making it's a making point statements. of what he's done
0: yeah that's a bit of a problem when people aren't actually asked questions, they're just shiting on that's and then i wanted to fray that so i actually do ask something as a question mark at the you're end, an you ideal know? audience member i know i need get, i get that a lot that's why i'm always going to stuff and like cheering really loud you know. you have to if you're there you got to be there yeah. do you want a medal like? yeah i do want a fucking medal where is my medal it's in the post. <laughs> best audience member jesus that's really lame fucking metal right there um okay is there anything else i think we're coming to the end of Aww. i have well i don't know we've been talking for nearly an hour i think we're. i think everyone's probably good for that we can we're still allowed to but, uh, i do have a thing that i don't know i haven't written down but i'm not sure anyone's ever been terribly enamored with or fi- had anything much to really say about it but do you have tools that you use to make it easier like productivity tools I'm used to be super interested in productivity tools and now I'm slightly less interested because I think a reasonable calendar and a fucking pen and paper and you'll get most of well I'm moving away from tools more I think but do you have anything that you use that you rely on
1: like arena's constantly trying to hook me up to Trello and this kind of thing which is like an online kind of software I guess that's organized To me, I'm very old school. There are scraps of paper all over our apartment, napkins, you name it, with my fucking ideas. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And, you know, middle of the night revelations. And, you know, I think it's just elbow grease and contacts and getting stuck in. And, yeah, and just, you know, getting on with it. It, You know, that's my tools. Like, I I don't know.
0: Tools can distract.
1: Yeah, I think it just takes longer time and stuff. And I get it actually for a collaborative basis, you know, where everyone needs to be on the same page, literally, and you can see it right there. And I'd love to, I'd love to have the time and the money for a secretary to do that for me you know and then uh, get an intern they're I knew, free i know but i, I refuse <laughs> to um hire someone for free so someone
0: wants to be hired for free in <laughs> fairness I? have you never done anything for free
1: oh i've done so much
0: and haven't you gotten used some useful things out of doing something for oh free?
1: absolutely yeah but now these millennials huh they want to be paid oh
0: do they oh <laughs> i didn't know that fuck that <laughs> no
1: no i really i've done slogs of years yeah. of fucking free work
0: it, not, all, not all free work is uh, like of course there's no point in doing something for free and they're just sending you around for coffee but if you're actually like learning from someone uh, and the person for whom you're getting yeah. something for, uh, you're working free for is paying you in responsibility and experience and actually opening you up Massively. to something useful then that's okay but i suppose then if you're getting someone free you can't really you can't rely on them too much because you can't really g- give them any shit if what you get <laughs> back ain't <laughs> so great and that's, that's the true. talent i'm kidding around when i say get an intern no it's true but we have all done things for free and we've all learned from it yeah. we've also done things for free and we've gone why the fuck did i do that for free so there's just there's, there's certainly both in yeah. it maybe you need uh to sit down with all your stuff and get a friend to help you pick through it because that, that can be useful. so much and yeah. some
1: of my friends god love them i don't know why they do it, but they they kind of get off on you know telling me how to do stuff and it really helps yeah <laughs> and you know like literally get me with the whiteboard and say okay i mean i know you've all these ideas how the fuck are we gonna execute them and that's so important yeah. like you know it's it's that thing of like i just read the other day a, a genius without a plan has nothing and you know, a fool with a plan can beat them or I, yeah. that's I'm sure obviously a not bad, verbatim yeah. <laughs> Well, um, but that's because ideation
0: is easy, <laughs> but doing stuff is hard. Yeah, we've all got ideas. Yeah. yeah. Actually doing it yeah.
1: is the thing. And the the momentum builds because it looks like a big mountain. I'm like, how am I gonna do this? But be- now that I'm doing I've my, you know, this is not the phrase again, hands and so many pies, pies. <laughs> <laughs> fingers, fries, I don't know what it's <laughs> called. Uh it, it almost it's weirdly like, you know, someone will say, Emmy, will you do this? I'm like, yeah
0: oh god yeah i totally. yeah i'll
1: take on the 2016 this week why not yeah and you know i've had to learn to start to say no which i hate doing but i have had to just time wise and energy wise yeah but uh i would my my advice to any of you budding budding what <laughs> multitaskers out there <laughs> is um tools jesus get a good partner who understands your weirdness
0: oh yeah
1: and he'll cook for you
0: yeah that helps me that helps me <laughs> or clean you cook though i you're the cook I, i'll do cooking but my partner he cleans Aww. quite a lot so but he also helps me with stuff and i help him with things he helps me with my podcast and some other things and i help him with his I couldn't comedy have done it without yeah
1: miss Jambazova, if that is your real name
0: <laughs> that's it that's your girlfriend for now He couldn't have done it without her <laughs> Without my, my current girlfriend, the, the next one might be even better no, kidding <laughs> right.
1: before before we wrap up yeah um <laughs> you're like, this is my podcast. <laughs> 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 no, but I just, when you said, you know, other ideas and stuff, one thing that I'd really love to do, <clears throat> production companies and um, producers, is I'd actually really like to host my own TV show Ala Chelsea Handler and just interview people and have them in on a TV show. So that would be great. And I'm directing stuff as well, writing stuff. And I have a few things in the works and uh, so if anyone wants to work together in filmmaking get in touch
0: you're looking for a partner there looking for a collaborator sounds good
1: that let me be a control freak yeah
0: oh yeah well <laughs> you know you, you'll get it out the door that's what they want yeah. you know you're 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 somebody with drive and interest who will actually give a project lift And that's the whole point the finisher is finishing and not in the massage sense okay <laughs> but you we've come all the way back around says, thanks so much that was thank Don't you care. so Ready? much